Have you sustained a bone, joint, work, or sports injury? Problems with mobility or movement? Suffer with pain? Contact Azalea Orthopedics. Our specialists serve patients across East Texas for proven, trusted medical care. You have a choice. Demand Azalea. Oh, yeah, and we're back, and we are giving the people what they want. It has been a while. It has been a long time, actually, and we are back here on Fire the Cannon. Jeremy Hubbard joined alongside Brett Swinney of NetSN, and it has been a long time, Brett. We were talking about this off the air sometime in December. And it's, we definitely not it's, – it's been a good six, eight weeks probably since we've been together. It's uh, been a busy time, um, I know, for you as well as, as myself, and uh, – First one of the year, of the new 2024 year. Yeah, first one of the year, and, and this is something that we actually, uh, you know, kind of pull the curtain back a little bit. A couple of, of staff members of Brook Hill, who we have some loyal listeners, I guess, Brett, and, and a couple of them are like, okay, when are we bringing Fire the Cannon back? And so I text you, and I was like, all right, man, people are wanting it now. And you're like, yeah, it's been a minute. So I was like, all right, so let's let's make sure we get in. So this has been in the works for a few days. Regardless of what, we're going to talk about some things that happened recently at Brook Hill Athletics. This was coming before some big things happened, so I don't I don't want people to think that, Brett. But we uh, we're excited. We're going to talk a lot of things today because winter sports are in full effect, almost nearing the playoffs. Every every winter team is making their playoff push. We got spring sports that are starting. Actually, as we're recording this on Sunday the fourth, the golf teams will play their first tournament of the spring uh, tomorrow. We'll talk a little bit about that. Tennis is getting underway. Baseball and softball start practice. There's just a ton going on, Brett. And um, exciting times around Brook Hill for a lot of reasons, and I know you're excited to talk about a little bit of that today. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. This may be the the uh, most sports in session at one time, uh, Jeremy. I think you've got you you just mentioned what probably have what seven, eight, nine you know, different sports going on. I think this to me this may be the most uh, fun time of the year because you've got you said you've got basketball, both both girls and boys. You've got soccer, girls and boys. You got baseball, softball, golf, tennis. I mean, man, you, just everything. I'm not sure how these student athletes have time to get all these in because some of these students are playing more than one sport uh, and they're all starting at one time. Uh, lots to talk about, most most definitely. It, you know, it's it's funny you say that because uh, obviously this weekend we were playing basketball at Dallas Christian, and um, I, I was having a conversation with with one of the parents uh, of one of their players that. One, their older daughter had graduated, so we we have kind of known each other for a couple of years, playing against each other, whatever. And one of the things they asked, they were like, you know, how how obviously in our district we travel a ton, and and maybe even the traveling is not that far, but it's constant. Like we have one local team, and everybody else is off. And they were like, how do your kids manage all that? And I said, honestly, it's a great question. Like I, I tell people all the time, our kids are incredible not just because of the fact that what they do on the court or in the classroom, but the fact that they're able to, to time manage in a way that I, there was no shot at 17. I was managing my time that well, Brett, but it's, you're right. It's, there are kids. I, I know for a fact, I mean, just on our basketball team alone, there are multiple kids that are doing two or three different things, maybe not just school related, but other things too. But um, it's, it's crazy. And it takes a lot of work. And, and you mentioned how busy it is, but it's not just high school, it's middle school too. Because in the middle of all this, we have our middle school basketball and soccer teams 
you know, wrapping up the year. Soccer just wrapped up this weekend. Basketball is going to wrap up this coming weekend. And and it's uh, whew, it makes me tired just thinking about it, honestly. And then you got to start talking playoffs. Playoffs. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, I'm excited to talk about playoffs. But let's real quick. We're we're going to talk about all the winter sports today, obviously. But we do want to make mention of the the. I kind of want to make sure we we kind of throw the whole schedule for the week out there because there there are a lot of things going on and we want to make sure you know about all of them. By the way, if you go to brookhill.org, the new website, or not the new website, but it's the website that's been there for a while. We uh, work together with Rank One, and Rank One is kind of the – TAPS uses Rank One as like an athlete management system. Uh, it's how they keep up. If you go to the TAPS website, it's how they keep up with our schedules and the standings and the scores and all that kind of stuff. And we work with Rank One to build a Brookhill-specific site. And if you go to the brookhill.org website, go to our school, athletics, and then it'll say new website, news and information. On that webpage, when you go to it, the schedule for the week is usually listed at the bottom. That's where I'm getting this from, and, and you can go back and look at it. But um, I'm going to kind of run through it as well. Monday, uh, tomorrow, uh, you're probably listening to this on Monday, uh, our, our, our men's and women's golf team will be in their tournament at Eagles Bluff. Um, by the way, it's, it's amazing, Brett, that we get the, our kids get to practice at Eagles Bluff on a regular basis. They get to play a couple of terms at Eagles Bluff. Just mm. to, it's, a, it's a nice course. Yeah, man. I, I, I'm from Rust, I'm from Rust, Texas. We didn't play at Eagles Bluff. It's nice. It's nice, but it's not usually nice to me. Uh, I, would, I don't know about, I, I seem to lose a lot of balls when I go play there. It's tough. No, they won't let me there because I, I, I definitely get the most hits per dollar. Uh, and I think they kind of judge on that. I, uh, uh, whatever, but anyway, so the the guys the guys and girls will both be in action on Monday. I know that Coach French and Coach Harrison uh, are excited about the year for golf, and we'll talk more about golf as we go on throughout the year. Um, also, tomorrow, big soccer games. Um, our, our men's and women's soccer. We're going to talk about that a little bit later on. You and I will, but then also, uh, hopefully, we're going to get Coach David Collins uh, on here to talk about some soccer here in a little bit. But uh, both the soccer teams. And the basketball teams are at home twice this week. So nobody's traveling this week. For the first time in a long time, I feel like that's all we've done is travel. Monday night, check out the, the men's and women's soccer teams against Dallas Christian at 5 and 7. And then Thursday, the men's and women's soccer teams are hosting Prince of Peace at 5 and 7. And we're going to talk more about those specifically because those are huge games for both teams on Thursday. We'll talk about that. On uh, Tuesday, men's and women's basketball at home against Dallas Covenant, 430 JV boys, six varsity girls, 730 varsity boys. And then Friday, uh, we'll both be hosting uh, Waco Vanguard. And uh, we'll talk more about sports specific, but each one of those nights have big games for different reasons. And then Friday, the tennis team is going to be in there. Uh, I think it was supposed to not, this is not supposed to be their first tournament, but I think Weather got them last week. They're going to be at Tyler Legacy. Uh, playing a big tournament up there. And, and so Coach Hutton Jones and Meredith Atterbury, they've got those guys ready um, for tennis. So as you can see, and, and that's that's only at the high school level. And we're not even talking about what's going on with middle school. I know that uh, we, we've talked about this in the past. Um, this Saturday, we're hosting our middle school state basketball tournament. And everybody's wondering, like, do you really have such a thing? And like, well, yeah, we kind of created it because – there's not anything for middle school kids, and we wanted to do that. So, Coach, this is one of the, Coach Dawkins' great ideas. This is the second year we've done it for basketball. Um, we have six teams on the boys' side and six teams on the girls' side. I know there we got people coming from Paris, not France, just Paris, Texas. Sorry. Um, there's some local teams. Uh, Cumberland Academy will be in this. Um, 
Greenville Christian always comes over for this. Um, First Baptist Academy in Dallas. There's there's six on both sides, and so it's a great chance for our kids to get to compete, have something at the end to um, to be playing for. You know, sometimes Brett, just in middle school, the kind of the season just ends, mm-hmm. and there's really nothing about it. And so for us, this is a way to do that, and that's on Saturday uh, at Brook Hill. I think it starts at nine, and the last game I think is at six. We'll be utilizing both of our gyms, and um, we're excited. It's, it's kind of a fun deal. I, you know, I know that Coach Agnew and I both are excited about um, the future of our programs because some of our younger kids, so uh, it'll be a good chance to do that. So, all right, Brett, I'm going to let you pick. Uh, you want to start with a little soccer? You want to start basketball? You you tell me. It doesn't matter to me. I'm, it, you're, you're, the, you're the host. I'm just I'm here to, to uh, add to this. I, I do want to add to, though, um, what you mentioned about the basketball games, um, we will have both of those games on NetSN this week. So both home games, uh, me and Corey will be, uh, in the house Tuesday night. And then, uh, KO Kyla ones will be there with you guys on Friday. I'm not sure if he's bringing a special guest commentator or not. Don't know. I haven't heard, but, uh, he will be in the house, uh, Friday night. Well, I know at least my kid will be excited about KO being. Hey, the you house. know what? I will say this. I did get some I get some dap from Luke the other night at the game. Uh, he came over and specifically and, and gave me a little uh gave me a little love on the at the score table. So, you know. Well, you know, Kyle wasn't there, so maybe I was the backup plan, but it's okay. I, I'll take it. Hey, you know what? You're you're right. I guess you gotta just take what you can get. But you know, he 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 he'll be excited that KO will be there. I'll be excited KO's there. Why not? Everybody loves KO, right? Um anyway, I tell you what, let's let's start with let's start with soccer because um, I, I do, you know, even though it's basketball season for me, um, I, I love what Coach Collins and Coach Rodrigo are doing with our soccer teams. And, and let's let's start with the boys because, you know, the, the boys, it's, it's always interesting to see how the boys' season is going to go. Because if there is a sport on our campus that does rely heavily on the boarding program, it usually is soccer. And Coach Collins, usually has a good handle on who he's going to have and who he doesn't have. And every once in a while, he'll get a kid that comes in that maybe he didn't know or, you know, a kid that, like, because of the academics of our school, we're so well-known, you know, parents want to send their kids there. He's like, oh, yeah, well, I play soccer too. Well, how good are you? I'm okay. And then next thing you know, he's scoring a 1,000 goals a year. I don't know. <laughs> but the boys' season is gone. Uh, you know, they, they're, they're 13-0-1. and And, yes, in soccer you can tie. Oof. But they're, they're 13 and one they're nine and zero in district, and they are. Uh, right, you were you were looking at some of the scores earlier, I think. But when yeah. you look at the scores in district, let me let me just let me uh, let me talk to you a little bit here. Uh, I, I got someone. I'm seeing like I'm, I'm looking at this. I'm thinking, is this like baseball or or yeah. uh, sometimes it's, like football scores? I mean, eight zero nine zero ten one eight zero ten zero nine zero ten one. I, I would have guess that their average goals is is well over five or six uh even yeah, with, the with the lower scoring games man and it, it's it's crazy uh you know and what's funny is that they're scoring that many goals and it's like i, I sometimes I ask coach collins like coach collins like what what's what what's going on like you're running the score point he's like no like we're just like we're not and so we're, our team is really talented and, and i know coach collins is excited about the group that he has they're nine and zero in district, and uh, Dallas Christian, who they play on Monday, is two and seven in district. Dallas Christian now, of, of all the sports that they are really good at, um, 
soccer is not really the one, and 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 it's 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 kind of funny because Brett, you, you can't be good. At, you can't be good at everything, Jeremy. And it's not fair, is it? Um, so it's kind of funny though because they have a lot of kids who usually play for them um, that are football guys who are just doing it because they want to do it, you know. Um, and, and it's it's really made for some great moments. And the the thing I'm gonna say about Dallas Christian is this, including the soccer. This is a prime example of this. There's such a level of respect between the two schools in a lot of ways that it's just kind of become a fun a fun game to have. And uh, so, you know, last time, uh, last time that uh, we that the boys played Dallas Christian, they won that game uh, ten to nothing on the road at Dallas Christian. And you know, they should win the game, should win the game tomorrow. Uh, but the one they're looking at is Thursday uh, because they play Prince of Peace on Thursday. And uh, the first contest with Prince of Peace was supposed to happen when we had all the ice uh, recently. Uh, and so uh, these games are getting moved around a little bit, but. Prince of Peace, on the other hand, they're scoring a bunch of they're scoring a bunch of goals too. Look at their schedule; they've won thirteen zero a couple times. They've won nine zero. They've won twelve zero. They've won seven zero, three zero, and really nobody scored on them uh, except for Coram Deo. They they beat Coram Deo two to one. Brookfield beat Coram Deo one zero, and so I think it's a pretty even match. And, and they're going to play twice over the next uh, you know two weeks. And I know that Thursday night is is senior night for Brookfield. But also their first real uh, challenge in district play, and I know it's going to be important to get a big crowd there on Thursday. Yeah, I'm sure that Coach Collins would appreciate the uh, the crowd because that always helps. I know we're going to take the girls' basketball team out there. The bodyguards and the bodyguards should be in full effect. You, you know, the problem is I tell Coach Collins this all the time. Looking ahead at the weather, I think it's supposed to be pretty cold this week, which is about right because it seems like every time I want to go watch a soccer game, it turns into 27 degrees and and uh and rain but uh, there's a good there's a netizen suite you can you can borrow it for the game jeremy yeah so well so the, the one thing i do for coach collins every year is i do uh make sure that i announce soccer uh, senior night for them between okay. the girls and the boys games and that senior night is thursday so uh, and, and there's a bunch of seniors on the girls and the boys side that um have done a lot of great things for brook hill and uh so i know that the boys are doing really well Make sure and get out there and watch them this week, Monday and Thursday. It was kind of a weird deal where we we all played on the same night on Thursday at home, so everybody didn't, didn't get to do both. Um, but it's different this you week. Could just good to go stay after that. school every day and have something going on almost there on campus. Absolutely. Yeah, you could. And, and uh, you know, Wednesday we'll let you go home, I guess. Go uh, we won't make you do anything on Wednesday. Yeah, well, right. Just at the school. You can, you can, you can leave the school. Um, okay. The other, the other uh, soccer team, the women's soccer team. Now, listen, these these ladies, Brett. You know, this is Coach Rodrigo's second year. I know you you probably have not. You may have met Coach Rodrigo. You probably didn't have many conversations with him. He he is a um, he is an electric guy to talk to. Like he he is a he is a bottle of energy. He never sits still. Always working hard. And I tell you that he's he's kind of transformed that soccer program into having that mindset too. And when Coach Collins was having to coach both, or I shouldn't say having to, that sounds terrible. You know what yeah. I mean, though. When, when a coach is having to coach both teams, it kind of draws him away from either one, you know. Um, and, and he had good assistants that were able to do that. But for Coach Rodrigo to come in, you know, before last year, and it was his thing, like it's his his program and his team, he gets to put his stamp on it. And I'm telling you, he, he those girls work, man. Like they work hard. And it's been fun to watch them see the benefit of that. They're, they're sitting at 13-3-1 and one 
overall. They're six and one district. They have a two game district lead. Nobody else in the district has less than two losses. So they're in a really good spot right here. Um, they play Dallas Christian, of course, on Monday. They play Prince of Peace on Thursday for senior night. Dallas Christian, one and five in the district. They're in a really good spot. Brook Hill is to win that one. And then they have Prince of Peace on Thursday. And Prince of Peace on the girls' side, maybe not as talented as on the boys' side, but a win would put another loss in their column, put them three games back of Brook Hill. So I would say that that both games are very important for Brook Hill, uh, the women's team especially, to put themselves at 8-0 potentially uh, with just two games left. And, and, you know, the playoffs are so important taps because if you can get that first or second seed and get the home playoff game, that, that helps you, number one, the first round. But, I mean, our girls are in a spot to where if they can finish in the top seed, their playoff road put gives them a really good shot to be in the Final Four. Oh. I mean, a really good shot to be in the Final Four. And we could potentially have both teams go in the Final Four. It's, it's, I'm hey. telling you, the winter sports won't talk about basketball. You minute, say it's, it's hard to be good in everything except if you're Brook Hill. Well, it feels that way right I mean, now, Brett, honestly. Every sport, I mean, you know, football made playoffs. It looks like the basketball teams are both in line to make playoffs. Soccer. I mean, man, no pressure, baseball, softball. You're up next. Yeah, and, yeah, and 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 really, it's not even that we're we're talking about not like trying to get in the playoffs, no, competing. We're we're talking district yeah. titles with everybody, right? So it, it's it's it is a great time, and but I would just encourage everyone. I'm going to be out there for sure on Thursday. Uh, we have some middle school basketball games tomorrow, so I don't know if I'll make it out there tomorrow, but um, Thursday for sure. Uh, come check out our soccer teams on senior night as they take on Prince of Peace. Uh, and by the way, I, I know you're kind of a soccer guy, Brad. I don't, I don't want to, I hate to classify somebody as a soccer guy, but do you know who coaches the Prince of Peace men's soccer team? Mm, you don't know. No, this, do I, I don't. Tattoo. Oh, coaches, uh, okay. Yeah. So yeah. he coaches the, uh, yeah. he also coaches the Texas outlaws indoor soccer. You know that, that there. There so, you go. I guess he, that, I don't know how he does it, but he pulls off both. Interesting. Um, yeah, it is. You know, but I want to go back to, to you know, some of the guy. I know that on the guy side, Alejandro Martinez, this kid that came over last year, was the first year at Brook Hill. And, uh, you know, we were told he's a great tennis player. He's a good soccer player. But he, man, every, when I get the game recaps and we start posting those on social media, he's scoring four goals, four goals, three goals, five goals, three goals. Oh, so, like, that- I've never scored a goal, Brad. I've never scored a can goal. Can he do anything else? Maybe you need to find another sport for him when he's not doing those. He's well, he was just good I mean, at soccer. Whatever and now works. he's scoring three and four goals. Uh, mm. I think that makes you really good. Yeah, I, I do too. I don't think that's – if he's just – he was really good at tennis and he's just good at soccer. I hate to see him on the tennis court. Goodness gracious. Yeah. Well, sometimes uh, people say things they don't really know what they're talking about. The kid's really good at soccer. Um, and then on the girls' side, you know, uh, they got some goal scores there too. Hadley Clark is, is scoring a high rate. Caroline Smith, of course. Um, and, and what's great about both teams is they're not giving up goals, which means that defensively, and you don't always hear in soccer about the defensive players on the field or even the goalkeepers. But I think that what's been good for Coach Collins on the boys' side is he's been running out two goalkeepers, and they both played well. And the goalkeepers for for the women. So it's it's just been it's been a great year. And I, you know, I, I don't know that I know they both expected to be competitive and have a chance to to advance in the playoffs. I don't know that we expected them to be, I mean, for all intents and purposes, 
dominant yeah. the way that they have been. Um, it's it's been pretty fun to watch that. So fifteen and zero combined in one, district play. That's uh that's not bad. Yeah, no pressure on each other. No, no, don't worry about it. Lose, but, it wants to be the first yeah. one to lose a district game. Huh? I I would say they'll probably um, both win for sure on Monday and Thursday. I think they're they're not willing to say yes, we're going to win for sure. But uh, I would say that they they have a pretty good shot of both winning on Thursday too. So five o'clock women's, seven o'clock men's, both nights. Senior night on Thursday between the two games, and uh, that'll be that'll be a fun night for sure. Okay. Let's talk a little basketball. And um, you, you have seen a few basketball games. You you have not been with us just a ton um, as, as we've gone through the season. Um, but let's talk, let's talk about the boys first because the boys are in a district with the defending state champions, McKinney Christian, who were you – no, you weren't at the Burke Hill McKinney Christian game. You guys didn't do that one. Um and then, in addition to McKinney Christian, who they graduated a lot, they lost some players. Don't we were at the Prince of Peace game? <clears throat> yeah, now Prince of Peace. They are. A, that's a different. The, the Henderson brothers are uh, are very good for yeah. Prince of Peace. They're, I mean, I they, we were just really impressed um, with those two. And they, I don't know, they were they just couldn't miss in in Brook Hill the game yeah. we covered. Yeah, well, we we played them again the other night at their place, and they had a hard, you know they had a hard time missing oh. them too. Um, <laughs> They they actually beat McKinney Christian yesterday, so Prince of Peace looks like is going to be the, the number one seed uh, going into the playoffs. Now, our our guys still play McKinney next Monday in the final game, and and uh, you know getting a win over McKinney in that one, you would force a a, a tiebreaker game for second place in that all important home playoff game. That'd be a huge thing for the guys to do that. So that's what they're playing for. They they've got a lot on the line next Tuesday against that one. But I, you know. I will say this: If you haven't been paying attention, what the boys have been doing is is impressive. They sit uh, right now uh, in third place, eight and three in the district. Uh, we mentioned McKinney is at nine and two, and they're playing potentially still for that second spot. The boys are twenty one and eight overall. They've got the fewest losses out of all the teams in the district overall, and they they played really well. Mm-hmm. And what makes it more impressive is teams know that Beck Langemeyer can score at will. Yeah. And he's still scoring. Yeah. We've had a conversation with Coach Agnew a few times over the year, and we've talked about it. It's, you know, that second guy is what they, they need on a game-to-game basis. They, you know, Beck's going to get his usually. They're going to do everything they can to to keep him from scoring. If they can get a second guy to get those points, they can they can really compete. They've got a lot of guys they can throw out there, uh, play good defense and, and – uh, and can score here and there, but they just don't have that second score. I think that's what's really kind of hurt them in a few games. You know, and, and the good news is it's been different guys mm-hmm. at different times that have stepped up. I mean, I'm just looking at the last couple of weeks. Uh, I mean, yesterday, you know, Luke had 10 points. He was second in score. Yeah, it's yeah, nice. good for him. Yeah, yeah, it was good. Yeah, it was good for him. Um, but, you know, Lex Rich has had nights where it's been him. It's been Avery Coe some nights. It's been – uh, you know, it's been Ryder or Braxton, whoever it is. So different guys have stepped in there and, and done that. And, and you're right. It's just that consistency of looking for that second guy. But I tell you, you know, um, everybody kind of just gives, you know, I feel like, you know, on the girls' side, like everybody just make has their best effort against us. You know what I mean? Like, Well, look, we just uh, talked about it. You guys are good at everything. Everyone wants to be the Brook Hill guard. I mean, you're going to get everybody's best effort. That's – that's a show of respect. Yeah. Well, the, the good news 
um, for the guys is that they play uh, Covenant on Tuesday at home. They beat Covenant at Covenant. I think it was a, uh, I think it was a six point game, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and, and Covenant's right now in fourth place, one game ahead of, of Dallas Christian. Um, it's a game that if the boys win, I'm, I'm looking at the numbers. It solidifies a playoff spot. It solidifies the third playoff spot for them if they win that game. Um, on, on actually, if they period. So they play Vanguard on Friday. Who's one in ten overall? You got McKinney, but if, if you win one of the two this week, the boys are going to solidify that third playoff. Well, spot. And, and Covenant looks like on their schedule they finish with Prince of Peace and Vanguard. So uh, good luck yeah, with that. Yeah, they're going to win. They're going to go one and one there. So you know the boys. It looks like they, while they still have a shot to finish. In the second seed, they're not going to be any lower than the third seed. Uh, and, of course, we've talked about it 100 times. You want to get that home playoff game. But if you can't, at least be third and not fourth because uh, I think that fourth seed uh, is going to have to travel on out to Lubbock and take on Lubbock Trinity. And in addition to having to drive a long way out there, uh, Trinity's kind of a juggernaut. So uh, I'm not sure it gets a lot easier. Even if you're second place, I'm not sure it gets a lot easier. I think on the in our half of the bracket on the boys' side, I think it's really talented. Um, but just get in, and then once you're in the tournament, anything can happen. Um, and so, uh, but, you know, because we haven't talked about the season as a whole in, in terms of the district, you know, you, you've seen us play quite a bit. And, um, you know, it, it's it's been, I don't want to say an up and down uh, year for the guys in terms of the district play. They, they just, as we mentioned, it's been trying to find – I guess hate to say Batman and Robin. Um, I mean, it kind of is. I mean, it's just that they just need that consistent second guy. You, you don't ever know yeah. who it's going to be or not, but it's never the same person. They got to find somebody that can. And they've got a bunch of three guys, somebody that can play. But they need that second guy. They yeah. really do because you know a lot of times the defense is just really keying on Beck, and some nights he's where he he doesn't matter who's guarding him. He's going to make every shot, but. He just can't carry the whole load. He's got to have somebody there. And they just haven't been able to find that person. And it's just been, I mean, they've got a lot of depth as far as guys that can come in and play and contribute. But nobody that's consistently can be that second guy for Beck really help him out. And here's the good news. In light of all that, they're still sitting there with a chance to finish second play. And that's and that's the that's yeah. the that's the factor of having Coach Agnew's consistency in the program and what he's done. And all those kids have played for him and had been in the system since middle school. And so, you know, they're sitting there, and, and you're right now, if you can get that, now you go to the next level. And that's what I know they're looking for. But uh, Tuesday, uh, like I said, they take on Dallas Covenant, a team that is going to be feisty. It's a coach that does a great job there. Coach Perez was at TCA Willow Park. He'd been to our tournament a few years. He knows what Coach Agnew does. He, he's always ready. Um, and then Friday, of course, Vanguard is senior night. Now, the boys have, I believe it's man, five, maybe six seniors. Uh, so make sure you come out and uh, uh, honor, you know, help recognize and honor those seniors. Uh, they'll be honored between the girls and the guys game on Friday. So that should be, you know, 7.15-ish or so, somewhere in there. Uh, make sure you're there for that. All right. I always hate doing that. I feel like I'm just being selfish when I say let's talk girls basketball. Um, well, you, kinda, you, have a, you have a special – uh, heart for the girls team. I, do. I don't know why it is. And I guess it, it's because I'm doing I, I'm doing double duty right now, right? Like I'm not really acting as a girls coach. I'm talking as SID, and then anyway, whatever. Um, but we've man, we've been playing well, Brett. We 
It'll record well. record wins in a season, yeah. coach. How does yeah. that? I mean, how does that sound? I mean, that's that's pretty. That's pretty cool, right? I mean, you 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 win more more wins in a season than any girls pro team in basketball history. There, Brookhill. That's yeah. pretty awesome. It is, and and you know, done with games yet. Yeah. No, that's and I was gonna say that's the best part is that you know we're sitting at twenty four and eight right now, and and we feel like it's gonna be twenty seven. You know, when the regular season ends. Um, you know, the best thing to happen to us, Brett, if I if I can just. Go on a little spill here. The best thing to happen to us, unfortunately, was about three weeks ago when uh, we finished the game in American Airlines Center, uh, the first district game, and and you were there, and and we played. Man, we just played so well on a big stage. I was worried about it a little bit. We won the game. I don't know by almost fifty points, whatever. And then, like the next day, everybody starts calling me, Coach. I don't feel good. Coach, I don't feel good. Coach, I don't feel good. And of course, we had three games the next week. That was that was beautiful, right? And so we go into the Prince of Peace game at home, uh, second district game. We don't have Savannah Onley, who's our second leading scorer. She doesn't play at all. Uh, Brenda Hill, our leading scorer. Remy Tonner, our third leading scorer. Like, coach, I don't, you know, I'm going to play, but I don't know, you know. And you were there. We went up 24 to three yeah. in the middle of the second quarter. We had a 21 point lead, and I take those girls out of the game for the first time. And it was like their adrenaline just left their bodies. And we ended up holding on and winning 40 to 34. Oh. Um, then we go on that Thursday, two days later, and we take on All Saints, a team that, um, you know, two, two things happened, Brad. I'll be completely honest. <laughs> we kind of had the attitude of we had to show up and win. And, and we didn't feel good, you know, like we were sick and not prepared. And the not prepared part, that's on me, right? So we lose that game by four points. And I feel like at that point. I thought it was a mistake. I even yeah. called you. I was like, wait, yeah. they've got to have this wrong, right? Yeah. I mean, listen, other coaches in the district text me. Coach, get your numbers wrong? No, I get your numbers wrong. Whatever. And kudos to all Saints. You know, like their job is just show up and beat us. Whether you know what the excuses are, doesn't matter. They show up and they beat us. We lose the game by four. And I think what that game did was put in us a, a – um, a little wake-up call. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, the next game we had was against Dallas Christian two days later. And we still weren't healthy, but we played really well. I mean, honestly. the game, it was cl- it was right back yeah. for it. I mean, we start fouling at the end of the game, and the, the, the score ends up being, I think, 13 or 14 points. And it was a four- or five-point game most of the game, whatever. So we lose those two games. We're sitting at two and two. And I think it was just like – it was that point for our girls where they were like, you know what? We ain't doing this. You know, like this is going to be different going forward. And um, we won seven in a row since then. And um, we, we have played at a level that I'm not even sure that I knew we were going to get to yet. I mean, truthfully. like, and, and how many of those were on the road? There were five on the yeah, road, right? Yeah. That's, we, that's an impressive thing to me is they weren't at home. You had to play away from your confines, travel, and all, and still were able to run off those wins. You know, in the last 10 days, we played in Dallas last Thursday, last Friday, Tuesday, and yesterday. So we've made four Dallas trips in 10 days. Um, And and able to avenge both those wins this week. You know, uh, we beat All Saints 59-8 on Thursday at home, right? Um, We lose by four to them the first time. We beat them by 51. I'm not sure if it made me feel better or worse. 
<laughs> about the first one, Brett. Like, I almost feel like it made me, uh, you know, whatever. That's hard um, to do, right? I mean, gosh. how many times do someone loses somebody by four and then come back and beat them the next time by 50? So funny story. I'm sitting in the stands after the game, uh, and and one of the parents had brought us meals, and I didn't eat mine before the game because I just – you know, of course, you saw me. If you no, watched the NFL broadcast, that was amped up. It's because you were wired focused. Like <laughs> it was, what was it? In Corey's words, you were acne, Jeremy Hubbard. Yeah, it, I, I was in a level. Even the girls were like, "Coach, you went to a place we hadn't seen you go before." I was like, "I know." I just, it was that important uh, to win the game. But so I'm, I'm up there during the boys' game, and I'm eating my Jersey Mike's or whatever. And Coach Brawley had some friends from her church there, and and they're older ladies. They were all in their eighties or whatever. And I'm sitting there and I'm introducing myself to him and I'm eating my sandwich while we're talking. And, and, uh, I don't remember how it started, but it came up about us playing all saints the first time and they beat us. And this woman, I think, I don't want to say her name. I think it's Brenda. Brenda said, looked at me and kind of stuck her head back. She goes, you lost to that team? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I did. Uh, well, we did. And, uh, anyway, but we got it back and that's the deal. But, but I'll tell you the one yesterday, um, I don't think anybody will mind me saying this. Because I think it's a big deal. You're talking about two-time defending state champions. I haven't lost a district game since 2018. 40 straight district games going into yesterday. They've been the standard in, in our division of basketball. And they've had the best players, most successful coach. I don't want to say best coach, most successful coach. Um, you know, and it was one of the goals that we had from the very beginning when I took the program over was we want to get to that level. Um, we want to, we want to knock them off. We thought we had a chance to do it at home. We didn't. Yesterday was a different story. And you get, and you know, one of, one of the parents told me after we lost to him at home, they're like, you know, I know you wanted to win, but it'll be a lot better to beat them at their place. And I was like, no, there's no way. No, he was right. It was a lot better to be at their place, Brett. It, it felt good. And, and uh, man, I was just so happy. It was an emotional moment for everybody that, that had been around. Um, just because we had taken so many freaking butt whoopings from them. I mean, just had taken some teeth kickings. I look back at the scores. I mean, my first year as a head coach, we lost to them 68 to 10, you know. Um, it, you know, so it was a big deal. And for our girls who had been there for a while, they were they were pumped, man. And, and they just, you know, without just going into it detail by detail, and every time out and every dead ball, the conversations in the huddle were, we're better than them. We're better than them. We're tougher than they are. We're tougher than they are. Four more minutes. Eight more minutes. Of course, when we go to overtime, everybody's like, okay, we were just joking. Now we got four more minutes, and we'll go from there. It was a huge win for us. It puts us in a great spot. We're all Waco Vanguard fans on Tuesday because if Vanguard can can beat Dallas Christian in Waco, which is not an easy place to play. We went there and won by 10. But if they can beat uh, D.C., it uh, puts us in a spot to potentially play for a district championship uh, next week in a tiebreaker game, something the school's never done. And uh, that's what we're trying to do. We, we want to win the district. You know, we, we, you know, I'll take what happened yesterday. Regardless, we finished second. We at least have yesterday, but, you know. Oh, and that's the last time you'll play Dallas Christian in district for at least two yeah. years. Yeah. I, I, think it, I think it'll be forever. I don't think they'll ever come back up. I think they'll be in that. that I think their numbers are just going down. They'll go down levels. Um, so that, I mean, that's something that you have on them now that, they can't try to get back. Yeah. I mean, honestly, uh, I'd, I'd love to play them again just to get that district championship, you know. Um, but, you know, I, I think it's important. I told the girls this, I told the parents this. 
it's it's not like winning yesterday wasn't a landing point. It's a huge is a huge huge moment for us. We can't be satisfied with that. We get satisfied with that. We're we're going to be in trouble in the postseason. And you know, we're, people know this. We've I, I have never won a playoff game. Brookfield's never won a playoff game. We're trying to do that. So um, I'm owing owing three lots in the playoffs. Of, lots of good milestones that you're hitting this se- this season. Well, we're trying to get there. And listen, that has nothing to do with me. And and you know, I I tell people all the time this. I you know I appreciate first off everybody listening. If you're listening and you were one of the people that texted me yesterday, I appreciate it more than you know. There were people who. Don't work at Brook Hill anymore. They work at Brook Hill now. Former players, former parents all text me excited about the moment. But but know this. It, it's it's not me. Man, we've got great kids. I've got I've got eight kids who literally leave it all out there. Every and they're all and they're all good friends too. They like they, yeah. they love yeah, being they around each other. You can tell just by the times that we're in the gym and I'm able to go chat with them and hang out. And they've they've kind of, you know, they kind of gotten to know me now. I'm around them a lot and so they yeah. can back and forth we've had them on air a little bit throughout the season and uh and so it's kind of you know i, I feel like i want them to succeed too because they're kind of like you know our team here at Dennis, and we've we followed the all probably probably done more of you guys' games than we've done anybody this season and so um i'm excited um for not just you for that for those girls because they, they've got uh they've got a chance to do something really special they've already done a few things special but they, they've got a chance to do something that uh Maybe that no other team in Brookfield may do ever again. Well, you know, here's the thing. I, I think that one, one of the, you know, when Coach Brawley and I were driving back on the bus yesterday, one of the things I told her was I said, you know, I think that at least for the first time ever, people have to legitimately look at us as a contender now. And and I think that I think in any sport, any level, you have to you have to beat somebody that's a contender before you can be one, right? And and we won a bunch of games, but we hadn't beat a contender as first one we beat. And we did it at their place, and so it's a great win. And we got to move, listen. We got to move on. The scariest thing would be for us Tuesday to go in and just still be thinking about that one. I mean, we're gonna. I'm enjoying it today, right? The day after, but we go back to work Monday, and um, we got to win these last three games. Get a home playoff game, first home playoff game in school history is what we're shooting for. I mean, I I can go down the list of, of first we're trying to accomplish, and it's been the goals for all four years. I came in. That's the first thing I told them. We want the first home playoff game in school history. We want to win the first playoff game in school history. We want to want to do all these things. And first um, girls, first girls playoff game in NetSN history. Oof, that would be on NetSN. That's what that's what we're looking at. We'll have it forever. And uh, anyway, so that's enough about us. But I tell you what, it's it's been a fun ride this year. And, and the, the 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 most exciting thing for me about all of it is we don't lose a soul. Senior night for the boys Friday. It's not senior night for us because we ain't got one. Did you see Coach Jenkins of uh, Martin's Mills post? I did not. Night? So he he made a um, post about senior night. It was like something about um, we have no seniors. So you have that same thing as him, as uh, you don't lose anybody. Yeah, everybody everybody uh, returns all, and and really you you didn't lose a whole lot off. Like, this is going to be their third. This will be you know two maybe three years with some of them uh, together with you. So yeah. that's the kind of times you build that good chemistry, and and that's man it just it's. Really going to be a special next couple of seasons for them. Man, our, our two juniors that have been with me, we got we have three juniors this year. Of course, Brenda's her first year at Brook Hill back. But for Lila and Carmen, for them to be three years of taking those whoopings, right? Um, I was fortunate. They probably appreciate it more than any of them. They did. They did. They did. So, yeah, it's fun. Everybody's back, and uh, we're looking forward to next year already, but we got a lot of business this year to take care of still. So, 
anyway, I, I hate to even talk about it because I, I don't like to do that. But it, it's an, I want our girls to recognize what they're doing, not me. But uh, it's uh, it's been fun. And I guess I'm, I'm the closest, you know, it's the thing closest to me. So I know more about it kind of on the inside or whatever. And so I, I may have a little, probably a little more passionate about it. I'm passionate for everybody. I, listen, we've talked about boys and girls soccer. We've talked about boys basketball and tennis. And I want everybody to do well, man. Like we, we talk about this all the time at, at Brook Hill and in the private school setting, especially the best thing for all of us is for everybody to do well, mm-hmm. right? Like for our girls programs, for, for the volleyball team to, to compete the way they did this year and make the playoffs for basketball and soccer to do as well. And softball is always in the, in the hunt. I mean, they're, you know, state runner up last year, tennis team. They got a pretty good, got a pretty good pitcher that uh, plays basketball with you. I know her a little bit. Yeah. Carmen. Um, and, and then, you know, a girls track won the district championship for the first time ever last year. So, that's just on the girls' side. And the boys' well, side, of it, course. It kind of runs over, though, Jeremy. Like, you, you start having success, and then everybody wants to be a part of it, right? Yep. No one, no one, some, it's hard to get people to be a part of something when when you're losing. But when you're winning, hey, oh, you want to come here? You want to come here? Okay, come come and, join the Brookhill family. And listen, and it's a credit to Coach Dawkins, number one. Let me just start there. And it's a credit to – I know Mr. Fletcher's not here, but the commitment that Mr. Fletcher made and, and Coach Dawkins and Mr. DeMint made years ago to hire full-time coaches who are here all the time. It's, it, it makes a huge difference. And I think people don't understand that in the private school world. We, we go and please other schools. Those coaches, like, they're not there all day. They're not teaching class with those kids. They're not building those relationships with those kids the same way they want. They're building relationships. Don't get it twisted, right? I'm not trying to say that, but it's different. We're, we're, we've, you know, it, that commitment long ago that they made was has been a game changer for us, and we're, Certain season benefits from that. I really believe that. And uh, you're right. People want to be a part of good people. Like, I mean, in, in anything you do, you want to be around the best people you can. We got the, we have the best people. I don't care. I don't care what school wants to post that on Instagram or on their, what are they, you know, on the locker room material. I don't care. We got the best people. We have the best people all around. I, I'll argue that with anybody. Um, and that's not to say there's not good people everywhere else, but they ain't our people. So um, it's, and, and, you know, the other big news that's broken since we met last is our new head of school was named Braxton Brady. And guess what? He feels the same way about it, that athletically, you got to have people who are there to invest in your kids more than just in athletics. He was more excited about, you know, just conversations that, that I know have been taking place. He was more excited about full-time coaches than anything else. So, um, awesome. yeah, no, it's 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 just going to continue to grow, man. And that's – I'm fortunate. I'm blessed to be a part of it. And um, – there's a lot of other people who play a bigger role than I do, I know, but um, I'm fortunate to be where I'm at. And um, pretty humbling at right now what's going on with all of our athletics and, and to see my kids compete in different things and what they're doing and how well things are going. Pretty humbling time, honestly, as a parent and a coach. So, uh, anyway, this kind of went deep. I don't like, you know, I don't like that. We're usually making fun of people, Brett, and now you got me all whatever, but I'm just, you know, I've always been a passionate guy about Brook Hill, and it, right now I'm just at a point where it's even at the next level. Because I, well, I mean, to see the success that that your team has had, I mean, I, I don't blame you. I mean, this is, I mean, you put, we talked about it where y'all started at, and and where you are now. It, you know, it's, you know, and let's uh, give a tip to that. There's a there's an assistant coach on the bench too that uh, that's very uh, beneficial to you to have around as well. A lot of, a lot of wins on her belt. Yeah, Coach Brawley's done a lot, and, and you know, and I don't even want to make it all about her, but but no, I. I made no bones about it. Best thing ever happened to me was Coach Dawkins hiring her as my assistant my first year. She left for a year, realized she made a mistake, she came back, whatever. 
But she missed you. That's what yeah, it was. She, well, I don't know about that. It's funny because some of the some of the day said, "Do y'all ever butt heads?" Yeah, we do actually. Um, we just get through it. But all the all the programs, all these winter sport programs, and we talk about head coaches being full time and the great head coaches. We have great assistant coaches all around. You know, Coach Reed with the boys soccer team, Coach Trebach with the girls soccer team, Coach White. I mean, Coach White's been at the college level. He knows the game on the boys side, and then Coach Brawley and I, I could go through the list of sports. I mean, we. Gosh, we could talk coaching staffs all day. I, I mean, I have people in the in the private school world or in the public school world that text me like, "Do you realize that all the people on your football staff? Yeah, we yeah we got a great football staff, and we got a great softball staff, and we got a great baseball staff. We got we're gonna have Coach English on soon. In the next he's coming weeks. from the college level too, right? Well, he, no, yeah, well, he might as well have been. I mean, he could do whatever he wants to do, right? Coach English <laughs> has done everything in the game. He's talking <laughs> about legends of baseball. We got one in Coach English, and. Uh, and, and no more than that, he's, a, he's just a legend of a man. I mean, honestly, that's just who he is. Um, you know, he's he's only coached three Cy Young winners, Brett. Uh, just oh, three. three uh, only three? That's, man, that's yeah, terrible. Only, only 50-something guys that have played professional baseball. So, you know, he, he doesn't know what he's talking about. Hmm. We'll get him on because he, he's a dude that I could sit and talk to for, for a long time. And, and um, he's got a guy that, honestly, even with Luke, our, our son, it was just like, you're going to play baseball because we want you playing for him, you know? And we have people like that all over the place. Anyway, that's not where this was supposed to go today, Brett, but we're there. Um, it's just go with the flow with, on uh, Fire the Cannon. Yeah. It, you said most anticipated episode, and here we are, 45 minutes in, and all we've really done is talk about how great we are. But that's, you know what? We are. We're great. Hey, here's, uh, here's the thing, though. This is, we haven't had one in a while, so you had to kind of get into all that, you know? Yeah. Well, anyway, we won't make it. We won't go eight weeks again. I promise you. We won't go eight weeks again. Now that things are kind of settling down, we can do it more often. That's that's kind of been the hard part. We've had 38 yeah. basketball games since Christmas, and you're and doing games, and I'm doing games. I mean, it's it's not been where's Waldo. It's been where's where's Brett. You know, yeah, and I, I heard like, you say that today. Now, before we get out of here, do make mention the fact again that you'll be doing the basketball games Tuesday and Friday at Brook Hill. You can find those on the NetSN YouTube page. The NetSN app has gone through major upgrades since we've have talked. You, have about you picked out the new app? I personally have not yet. I got you. Oh, you download. I know. I know. I know. On the app. I know. But it's updated. Message boards, forums on there now. We call, we call those message boards back in the early yeah. 2000s. Now they're forums. Um, yeah. But uh, so a lot of stuff on there. Make sure you check that out. I have a link to all the broadcast. You can click on the broadcast in the app. It'll take you to the YouTube page or the YouTube app if you have it. Uh, my favorite part, though, Brett, is I can go back and watch these games on a smart TV. That's honestly yeah, my favorite yeah. thing. I can get on Smart TV and the YouTube app and and go watch it. So you can go back and uh, hear all our critiques about your coaching. I, you know, I do honestly. I'm, I'm gonna be honest. It's one of my. It's almost like, well, yeah. It's it's fun. It, it is. I, you know, we still we're still working on getting me mic'd up. Um, I still I'm, that the other night would have been a really good one to get you mic'd up on. No, actually, would not have been. Um, we might have uh, changed the rating of the episode. Well, uh, you know, I, athletes go to a different place in certain games, right? And I was in a different place for sure. So, anyway, well, that about does it for this week. Uh, thanks once again, Brad, for coming on. And, and uh, for those of you who have been begging, this is another episode. Here it is. And we'll be back soon. You're on Fire the Game.
Have you sustained a bone, joint, work, or sports injury? Problems with mobility or movement? Suffer with pain? Contact Azalea Orthopedics. Our specialists serve patients across East Texas for proven, trusted medical care. You have a choice. Demand Azalea.